Hey, God bless you and welcome back to Blessed Not Stressed, the Christian self-improvement motivational podcast. I hope you're all being blessed beyond measure. Today is Tuesday and it's the last day of this month of June. And as you all know, if you heard the last segment on Blessed Minute, that was the last upload that I had for the Blessed Minute. I did it for a complete month. Man, it feels so good to be able to share the word of God. And I did it for I did it every single day. And, you know, it made me feel good. And that's because I know that it blessed a lot of people. I know that, you know, there were more than one, more than two, more than three um, people that were actually blessed by it and actually received something from listening to the word of God, the verse of the day, every single day. So I really enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed it. But every single Tuesday, I'm going to continue to add value to you all. I'm going to continue to upload new episodes. And I'm just going to continue on with the mission of empowering you with the word of God. Now, I am getting ready for the interview I am going to have with Evan Carmichael. If you don't know who Evan Carmichael is, he has a YouTube of 2 million followers. Um, He wrote two books already, and you can just search him up. You're going to really enjoy his content. It's like a library of all the good stuff. Like his YouTube channel is a library of all the good stuff. You put um, Evan Carmichael and then you put T.D. Jakes. It's going to show you a bunch of like key teachings that T.D. Jakes did. And what Evan does is that he just grabs the ones that he really, really liked, the ones that really help us. And he just puts it together in like a 30-minute video. And it's just like a library of so much information. So it's going to add a lot of value to you all. I hope you all go ahead and check it out. But yeah, I'm getting ready for that interview. It's coming in two weeks. So what I did was I went ahead and I bought his new book, Built to Serve, and I just started reading it. And uh, reading the book, you know, the book is divided in three parts. Your who, your why, and your how. And the very first part, it got kind of scary. Now, why do I say that it got scary? It kind of left me like wondering and pretty much scared because of the questions that it was asking. Don't get me wrong. The, the book is really good. But what I mean is that it began to challenge me to think more. It began to challenge me. Um, I started thinking, you know, man, there are certain things that I still need to improve even more on. And there's things that where I need more clarity and I need to be self-aware of all these things. Because in the book... You know, the first part, your who, that's your most important core value. And for Evan, it's his one word. It's the one that defines him. It's his who. That is who he is. And if you look into his YouTube, you're going to see he says it all the time. It is believe. And it's, you know, a hashtag believe. That's his one word. That is who he is. That's his most important core value. So why do I say all those three? That's because all three of them are the same. Your who, you know, that's your one word. That's your most important core value. So in the book, I just, after reading that, I started to think, man, what's my most important core value? And that's where I just heard crickets. I couldn't come up with anything. Nothing came up to my mind. And I started worrying. That's because I do have values. Like, I, I do want to be kind to others. I do want to add value. I do want to, re, you know, respect others. And I want to be respected. Like, I have all these values, like being determined, having integrity. But... I didn't know which one was my most important one. So when this question came, I just, you know, it was, I was blank. You know, I I had nothing to think about and I started worrying. So I started to read more of the book. And it's funny because Evan knows this, you know, in the book, he says, you know, what's your most important core value? And then he continues on to say that you probably don't know the answer. So he continues to ask like five questions that I'm going to share with you today so that you can find out what your, who is, what your most important core value is. Now, I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was, and that's the reason why, you know, that's the reason why I like the book, because it challenged me to dig deep 
to find my core value. Before I continue, I want to share with you a quote from Elvis Presley. He says, values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. So wherever you are at right now in your life, it is because you're living according to your most important core value or you're living exactly the opposite of what your most important core value is. So maybe if you're living, well, actually, if you're living the opposite of what your most important core value is, then you are not happy right now. You're, you're miserable in your job. You're miserable, miserable at everything that you're doing and you are looking for a solution. But if you feel like you're succeeding, if you feel like you are happy, if you feel like you are blessed beyond measure, if you are too blessed to be stressed, too anointed to be disappointed, if you feel like that, it is because you are living according to your core value. So I know that to be true. I know that our lives are defined by our values. So I just, you know, I felt challenged and I wanted to dig deeper. So I started to read the book and here are the five questions. The first question was, who was your favorite teacher growing up and why? Now, you might be asking yourself, what does this have to do with that? Well, Evan makes it pretty clear. Everything is connected, and it really is. This really helped me. So the first question is, who was your favorite teacher growing up and why? So for me, third grade, her name was her name is Miss Luina. And Miss Luina became my favorite teacher because in third grade, I was battling a lot with, you know, I couldn't read English that much. I had just come from Honduras, and uh, well, actually, I came when I was in first grade. But in third grade, I still didn't know English. I was very good at math, but I was not good at reading. So I would battle with reading a lot. But Ms. Luina made me feel like she cared for me. Ms. Luina made me feel like I was her favorite student. She showed, you know, she cared for she cared for me and she knew what I was going through. So she had compassion with me. And that just stuck with me that I still remember her name until today. I still remember how she made me feel. And that's because she was practicing one of my most important core values that I found out right now. So Miss Luina, she even cried when I passed a test that I was failing a lot because of reading and I didn't know English. So when I told her that I passed, she even cried. She gave me a hug and she made me feel special. So the second question is, what is your favorite movie of all time? And I hope this doesn't shock you, but I left this question blank because I don't have a favorite movie. I do enjoy watching some movies. I do laugh. I like comedy. I like good movies, but I don't have a favorite movie. Like when I saw this question, nothing came up to my mind. And until today, I'm still thinking to try to see what my favorite movie is, but just nothing comes up to mind. So I moved on to the third question, and that is, what do you love most about how your parents raised you? I love both of my parents. I love them to death. Now, one of them, which is my dad, he had this thing that just, you know, it stuck with me, something that I really love. And it's that every single time, you know, my dad is probably, he's probably like your dad. You know, he screams at times. He just, you know, he gets grumpy at times, you know, like every, every normal person. But whenever him and I will get in an argument after we have finished the argument, I will go to my room. I remember I was probably 10 that I would just go to my room and I would cry. He would always, literally every single time, come to my room and ask me for forgiveness. He wanted me to feel good. He didn't want me to feel bad. He didn't want me to continue to, to be all sad and crying. So every single time he would come and he would ask me for forgiveness and he would try to talk it through. He would try to, you know, you know, for us to be in the same page. And I just love that about him because he showed me that he cared. You know, he would see me go into my room crying, feeling bad, and he will care enough to come after me and ask me for forgiveness, even though I I was wrong. And, and, I, and I would know that even though I was wrong, he would still ask me for forgiveness. So I just love that about him. 
Now, the third question is, well, actually, the fourth question is, which successful person do you look up to as a role model and why? Number one, Jesus. You see, Jesus is the most transformational leader. John Maxwell, which is known as the number one leader in America, labeled Jesus as the most transformational leader, not because of his faith, but because of the results that Jesus gave with just three years of his ministry. In three years, he impacted the whole world. In three years, we are still talking about him today because of his leadership. Because leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. That's the second rule of leadership from the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. So Jesus had so much influence that we're still talking about him today. And I just admire that about him. But as I read the Bible, I love how Jesus had compassion. Jesus will see the people and, 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 and there's a part where he says that they're like sheep without a pastor, meaning there's they have the people had no one to guide them. And Jesus was telling his disciples, pray so that God can bring pastors, God can bring workers that are going to work in God's field. But that's because Jesus had compassion. He would look at people and he would want to heal them. He would look at people and he would want them to feel better. So I just love that about Jesus. And I have a second role model, and that is T.D. Jakes. You often hear me speak about him. You often hear me that I say quotes about him or I share something from him. That's because I really admire who he is as a person. Well, first of all, I admire the fact that the way he delivers the message, the way he brings the word of God is just so admirable that I wish that one day, I can bring the word the same way he does with so much passion. It is just so much wisdom. I just admire that. But also he shares something. He says that he valued the 30 people he had when he started. You know, he started with, well, he actually started with none, but he valued every single person in his church, even though it wasn't a mega church, he valued those 30. And he says that since he valued the 30, God gave him the 30,000 to pastor right now. So he shows me how much he cared for his people. He didn't care for the number. He cared for the people. He cared for every single soul. And I just admire that about him. Now, the fifth question is, for your kids, current or future, what lessons do you want to make sure they understand? Now, my answer for that was, I want them to care for others. I want them to believe in themselves. I want them to respect others. And I want them to love God. There are more, but these are the ones that I wrote down. I want them to love God, care for others, be respectful. I want them to believe in themselves. So after doing all these things right now, you know, I, I, I want you to take a piece of paper and just answer these questions as well. Who was your favorite teacher growing up and why? What is your favorite movie of all time? What do you love most about how your parents raised you? Which successful person do you look up to as a role model and why? And the fifth question for your kids, current or future, what lessons do you want to make sure they understand? Now, I got all of this from his book, Built to Serve by Evan Carmichael. Once you answer the questions, evaluate every single answer and just pick three words that describe your answer. Just pick three words. After you do that, you're going to come out with 15 words. And out of those 15 words, you need to see which word repeated more. For example, the first question, I told you that it was Miss Luina. She made me feel like, you know, like I was special. She made me feel um, like she actually cared for me. She made me feel like I belonged in her classroom. So those words just come out, you know, I belong, um, the word caring, the word compassion. You're going to do that for every single question and you're going to come out with 15 words. You're going to pay attention to those 15 words and you're going to see which word repeats the most. For me, the one word that stood out was compassion. And that's the word, that's my most important core value. Now, I'm going to show you the second thing, which is, what will my credo be? I hope I'm saying that right, credo, C-R-E-D-O. What will my credo be? Because compassion 
for me means something different for you. You know, yes, it does mean that you're going to care and you're going to feel what other people are, what other people are going through and you're going to take action on it. But for me, I wrote down three pretty much words that define compassion. Number one, a caring heart. For me to have compassion, to be compassion is to have a caring heart. I am going to care for the person that is suffering and I am also going to care for the person that feels, you know, like they're just on top of the world. I am going to be happy with those that are happy and I am going to be sad with those that are sad because I have a caring heart, because I care for you. The second word is encouraging. The only reason I have this podcast is because I want to encourage you. And that's because I care for you. I I know that you have so much potential. I know that God has a plan for you. And I want to encourage you. I want to give you all the courage that you need so that you can go after your dreams. And the third word is that while I'm doing all of this, and this means a lot to me, while I'm doing all of this, I look more like Jesus. And that's my goal. I know that Jesus had compassion. That's why every single day I say, Lord, teach me to be compassionate, Father. Lord, help me show compassion to others. Lord, help me take action once I see people going through stuff. Help me look for the solutions to whatever problem they're going through. Help me help them. And this is my credo. Now, why is important for you to find your credo? Because your credo will give you clarity. First of all, your who gives you clarity, but your credo will give you even more clarity. Now that I know that my one word is compassion, I am going to use that word to make the important decisions, make the decisions that I need to make. So let me just tell you right now, you might be going through something and you might need to make a decision right now. How do you know how to make the right decision? Well, it's, it's very easy. You need to grab your core value. If you have your core value and you know what it is, then you need to see the decision that you're going to make. Does it go against what your core value is or is it like your core value or is it something that's going to represent your core value? Once you can see that, you'll be able to make the decision. You will know what decision to make. So that's why you want to have your your who, your most important core value, and that's why you want to have your credo because your credo will actually help you have even more clarity. You see, it's not just compassion, but it's having a caring heart, it's encouraging others, and it's being more like Jesus. Now, I want to share with you a quote from the book From Built to Serve by Evan Carmichael. He says, when you figure out your who, you have a solid rock to stand on. So that is why this is very important. It's very important for you to find your who. So I hope that I am that I am challenging you right now to go and search and dig deep to find your who, your most important core value. Before I go, I want to share with you something. So you do have it now. How are you going to remember this? How will I remember my most important core value? Because you might write it down and then you forget. Well, I do I did two things. After I read the book, after I came across this, I did two things. Number one, I have a video literally in the middle of my desktop. I have a video and I watch it every day. That video is about kindness, is about compassion. And that video just encourages me and helps me focus, start the day by focusing on being compassionate. And the second thing that I have is that I have the word compassion and my credo as my lock screen. So every single day I am looking at it. Every single day I look at it. Compassion Caring heart, encouraging others, being more like Jesus. Compassion, caring heart, encouraging others, being more like Jesus. I hope this really helped you. I hope it was a blessing for you. Like I told you, in two weeks, I am going to be interviewing Evan Carmichael. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be really good. So if you haven't subscribed to this channel or to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe already. 
Now, before I go, it is tradition to do a prayer with you. So if you're driving, do not close your eyes. But if you're home, if you're in your office, just take 10 seconds. Let's just do a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to encounter this word, Father. This word that will really bring self-awareness and clarity to our lives. Help us, Father God, find our core values. Help us find our most important core value and help us live by it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. I really enjoyed sharing all of this with you guys. I hope they made it clear to you guys. And I hope that it's easy for you to find your core value right now. Um, pretty soon, I'm going to be starting the YouTube channel. So actually, you can go check it out and you can subscribe already. And in about a month, we're going to reach our one-year mark. So go ahead, join the family on Facebook if you haven't done that. It is titled Bless Not Stress Podcast Family. God bless you all. I hope you're all being blessed. And I want you to remember and focus on being blessed, not stressed.